Thank you for listening to the Direction for Life broadcast with Drs. Herbert and Marsha Bailey. We'd love to have you at any of our three campuses. In Columbia, join us at 3506 Broad River Road. If you're in Orangeburg, meet us at 990 Willington Drive. In Florence, join us at 1507 West King Avenue. For more information, including service times, visit rdci.info. We hope you enjoy today's broadcast. Today's message is, I'm in a faith fight by Pastor Chandler Bailey. You fight by giving God praise in all your situations, in all your circumstances, in it, in it, in it. Don't wait till you get out of it. Shame the devil while you praise God in it. I'm in a faith fight, not a feeling fight, not a flesh fight, a faith fight. So if I don't praise God while I'm in it, that's not faith. If I praise God when I get out of it, that's what anybody else can do. I have to praise God for your grandma's healing while she's in the hospital. Not just, woo, my God, I felt that in the spirit. Not just when she gets out of the hospital, you start praising God for loved ones while they're in the hospital. What happens is, and you're like, why are you acting like you're praising God? Why are you rejoicing? It, I'm praising God in it, in the circumstance, in the doctor's report. From the doctor's report, I'm rejoicing from my healing while they sticking the needle in. I'm just, shut up. The doctor, hold still, hold still. Watch out. You know how she does. Every time she got, we got to do the thing, she starts to praise God. She starts, come on. Right now, you could, be, you could be in the hospital right now streaming, and God is saying, from your bed, praise God. Imagine yourself walking. Imagine yourself feeding yourself. Imagine yourself doing for yourself. Come on. You're in a safe fight. This has nothing to do with how you feel. Think about the goodness of God. Give God a praise streaming from your hospital. Praise God from your circumstance in Jesus' name. I will give thee thanks. I will give thee thanks. He inhabits the praise. Of his people. Israel represents us now because of the new covenant. He inhabits his praise to Israel. Another way to be in your faith fight and fight within order is to lift up a loud noise. A loud noise. Psalms 29 and 5, media, you don't have this because God gave this to me this morning. I'll give you a little bit of time. I'll talk about it. But God's, when you lift up a loud noise, God screams louder than you. And Psalms 29 and 5 says the voice of God breaks the cedar. It means the hardest wood. So when you scream and rejoice from your situation very, very loud, God's voice says they can't top me. And he starts to shout his victory over the battlefield. And your hardest situation starts to break. Someone lift up a loud noise up in here.
because that's my next point. Fight the good fight of faith with your amen. Someone say amen. amen. Take hold of eternal life with your amen. Someone say amen. amen. God has called you and made you a good confession. Say amen. amen. I have to accept the power I have in agreement. Amen, amen simply means I agree. And the devil wants to stop my amen. It's simple yet powerful. Let's say amen seven times. Let's go. Amen. 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 There's power in my amen. There's power in my amen. There's power in my amen. In the Hebrew, amen is amen. It's not no deep. Amen. But it's also expressed in three words in the Greek and Hebrew. And these three words are very powerful. It it derives from the Hebrew amen, which means certainly, truth, verily. So when you say amen, I say, God's going to use you today. You go, amen. You go, certainly. In the realm of the spirit, God wants to bless you. And it's going to happen any moment. You go, verily. When you say amen, you are prophesying to your life. When you say God's going to bless you with a house, you just keep on believing. You say truth. You ain't just saying amen. Take your Christianity out of American domestic faith. That amen comes from the Hebrew. That's a worldwide word. That's a word that penetrates in the realm of the spirit. You begin to agree with things that God has for your life. Faith or trust. Immuna. So my amen is a covenantal lockbox. It's a covenantal lockbox. And so even though I don't have it in life, I walk around with my amen. Woo! What's going on? I got my amen with me. Come on, Minister Joyce. Come on. I got my amen with me, Minister Gretchen. I got my amen. Don't make me pull out my amen. If it ain't in my life, I'll agree with him. Come on. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the tail here, but I'm the head and not the tail. I pulled out my amen. Put it in my mouth. So we give God a praise so I can stop laughing. My amen is a prophetic testimony that taps into God's foreknowledge regarding my situation. And I end up sharing my testimony in advance. Even though I'm not from the position of God's foreknowledge, I start telling about my breakthrough because faith is now the substance, right? The evidence of things not seen. So what happens is I accidentally go into the future and start sharing about my story that I'm out of my situation. And even though I'm in my situation, I'm out of my situation. And it all happened through my amen. amen. <laughs> Give God a praise for yourself. My God. Amen. That's good. That's good. That's another way, that's another way you have a faith fight. That's part of my spirit. Give God a spiritual laugh. Come on, laugh right now. Ha, ha, ha. Laugh like you're on top. Oh, I heard the Holy Ghost. This is not even in my notes. This is what I saw a minute CJ when you laugh. You know those mythology gods? They sit on their throne. They drink a whole bunch of wine. They have a whole bunch of fruit. And they have a big belly. And they're laughing. They're, ha, 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 ha. Laugh like you're on top of your situation right now. Laugh, laugh like you're obese. Blessed. You're blessed with obesity. Come on. Prosperity is full of your ha, ha, ha. Come on, get your king queen on. Sit on your throne and laugh like Minister DJ up in here. <laughs> I'm on my way out. <laughs> Come on. 
covenantal lock contracts and faith policies that I keep my assurance present in my life. I have assurance contracts, assurance contracts in there. And when I say amen, I pull out my documents and verily, truly, I tell you that I'm already have what God says I have. Have you ever felt like something's about to change after you leave a service? That happened because you said amen. You subconsciously don't know what's going on, but you tapped into God's foreknowledge and you leave church and you just feel a little better. You're like, what's going on? You still drive that same car you hate, but you're looking at someone you love today. And you just, <laughs> no, I'm trying, are we laughing about this thing, but I'm trying to let you know what's going on. See, you call it, I'm just having church. It's not church. You said you declared something, you tapped into something this day. And it was tapped, you tapped into the foreknowledge of God, and you feel better. You drove here frustrated because you're in a situation, but when you leave here, you feel a little lifting. What happened? You unlocked one of your assurance policies. Assurance policies come from the format of the future documents by faith, and you pull it into your now. Jesus. Let it be, yes, may it come to bad, come to pass, praise the Lord. That's another reason, that, that immuna, that amen, and all, all of that means these four things. Let it be, yes, may it come to pass, praise the Lord. Let it be, yes, may it come to pass, praise the Lord. Let it be, yes, may it come to pass, praise the Lord. Let it be, yes, may it come to pass, praise the Lord. Let it be, yes, may it come to pass, praise the Lord. Let it be. Yes, may it come to pass. Come on, can you imagine what you're saying when you say amen? Amen in the Hebrew means let it be. Yes, may it come to pass. Praise the Lord. I can simply say amen, which is a faith declaration that God is in control, and it means I agree with God. So if I agree with God, and God came in flesh at one point, once upon a time, and now he's on the throne. The reason why I can say I'm the head, I'm not the tail, because Jesus became the tail, so I don't have to be the tail. I'm going to the way so you can see it. So what happens is, when you say I'm the head and not the tail, the reason why you can say that, because God used to be the tail. He came down to human flesh, then sat on his headship, and you declare amen you, from your position of feeling like you're in Lodi Bar, from your position of feeling like Mephibosheth, you say amen, and you turn into the Messiah. Christ in me, the hope of glory in this walker. Christ in me, the hope of glory in this wheelchair. Christ in me, the hope of glory in these student loan debt. You, your I men burst from the inside and you start pulling something. Christ is over your crisis. Isaiah 43 and 2, how do I know? Don't be afraid. If you come into fiery trials, you're in a faith fight, for gold is purified. There it goes gold again. It was in Timothy, now it's in Isaiah. For gold is purified in the fire. The fire will not consume you, nor the waters overwhelm you. Message translated, 1 Peter 1, 6 through 7. I know how great this makes you feel, even though you have to put up with every kind of aggravation in the meantime. Pure gold, there goes gold again. Someone say, I'm carrying some weight. <laughs> when you believe God, you're carrying weight. So when you lose your faith, you're, you're losing gold. And, you, and you're losing pure gold. Gold put in the fire comes out, it proved pure. Genuine faith put through this suffering comes out proved 
genuine. God's like, let's see if they genuinely believe in God to get out of debt. Wait for it to be pure. No manifestation yet. Wait for it. Wait for it. Oh, she's still praising. Oh, she's, oh, man, that happened. And she's giving God praise still? She's still declaring she the head, not tail. That's genuine. Go ahead, angels. She's worthy. Genuine faith put through this suffering comes out proved genuine. When Jesus wraps it all up, it's your faith, not your goal, that God will have on display as evidence of his victory. The battle belongs to God. His victory. His victory. The believing belongs to me. That's the faith on trial for pure gold. Then the victory belongs to him. Why would the vic- Why would he not add me to it? He's keeping himself in the victory mode because that's what he wants. But his perspective and paradigm on how we process victory is different. We on earth process victory through manifestation. We're like, oh, I can tell she's blessed. She's walking in prosperity. You're like, you're looking at her purse, you're looking at her car, and you look at her things. God says, I know he's blessed because he says my strength is made perfect in his weakness. God looks at your praise while your life feels puny. God looks at your worship even though you should be whining. And he goes, that right there, that's some victory. Your life is the oven of your faith and the world is the service industry. Some would say, God, go ahead and cook me in it. Cook your faith in my life. So you have a promise. You have a promise. So what side of God am I learning from as I go through this this oven of pure gold? What side of God am I learning from? Isaiah 43 and 2 says this. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow you. When you walk through the fire, you shall not be burned, nor shall the flame scorch you. The only way this scripture can come true is if it happens to you. The only way that you can have faith like this is if you go through this. So you're going to have to go through some fire. You're going to have to go through some water. You're going to have to learn parts of God that you did not want to learn. You thought all you had to do was learn to let it be. Thank you, Lord. God's like, no, no, no. You're going to learn when it's crunch time that I'm still a crusher. I still know how to take care of things when you don't know how to take care of things. Check this out. You can't know the God that has all control unless you feel out of control. So you are going to have to toughen up. Look at someone say toughen up. I say this all the time. I've been saying it late, lately. When life gets tougher, the word when life gets tough, the word of God gets tougher. In the name of Jesus. You find a place in the word. And if it happens to you, you're learning how to stay faithful in the midst of an unfaithful season. I'm learning what to do and not what to do. I'm learning to stay humble in the midst of my pride. I'm learning how to be Job when I don't have a job. And Job, his wife asks him, why are you keeping your integrity? Why are you praising God? Why are you still believing God? Why are you, he, he replied, this is so blessing. You, he replied, you're talking like a foolish woman. We see that part, but here we go. Are we to accept what is good from God and not tragedy? Job had mature faith, pure gold faith. He was able to separate God from tragedy. See, what happens, we get mad at God because we are connecting tragic seasons with God. You got to be like Job. Someone say Job. And say, oh, that happened. God's still good. 
You let what happens to your life hit the ground of your life. You stomp on it with the word of God. You have the spirit of faith and you say, hey, God, that happened to me, but I know you're spotless. God, you're so good. What happens is you separate tragedy from the goodness of God, just like Job. So God wants you to make sure that you keep the faith and you do not curse God. Then lastly, you got to be willing to go crazy when things get crazy. You're in a faith fight. You're too cute in this thing. I'm too cute. God's reminding me, why are you caring what people think about you? You believe in God for this. You have a family member going through this. Why are you caring? Like, I love you, but I can't care what you think about me in this season. It takes my thoughts away from God's word. I got to not, I got to be boldly, unashamedly in faith. I, I need you to talk about me and spread it because God hears what you're saying. He'll make sure you have to walk by my blessing now. You end up, you, end, you when you gossip about someone when they go through something, you buy a ticket to their table. What happens is I didn't even release I didn't even release what God was going to do yet, but you pre, you bought a ticket like I'm Beyonce. You, I didn't even say I'm coming. Now God says, now you got to stop by and tour their life. You're, see, God's about to take you and your blessing on tour. You got to stop by everybody who hated on you, gossiped about you. You're in a faith fight. And when you go through things and you come out as pure gold, everybody say pure gold. Yeah. God's going to have to show your life off. And everybody's going to have to see who said Oh, my God, that's prophetic. Everybody who said will have to see in the name of Jesus. Everybody who said wrong will have to see right. Everyone who said mean will have to see nice. God is about to set your life up. If you know your life is getting set up, give God a praise right now.
spiritual borderline personality disorder. Colossians 1 and 27 says this. For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for your Gentiles too. For you Gentiles too. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. Another personality lives in you. This gives you assurance. There's the word assurance. Of sharing his glory. So what happens is they're not messing with you. They're messing with Jesus. You hating on the wrong person I Look at her coming in, smiling and everything. You know, her whole life jacked up. She should be smiling in this office. When you smile by faith, they ain't messing with you. They messing with the word that told you to smile. And we know where that word came from. That word came from God. So when they hating on you because you put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness and you praising through your situation, they hating on God, boo. And when they hate on God, boo, I already told you, the believing is your real estate and the battle is his real estate. Now God goes, yep, I'm glad they're in my territory. (laughs) You're messing with Jesus in Jesus' name. To them God has chosen to make known among the Gentiles glorious riches of this mystery, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. There's a side of you that even you will not recognize. A side that you will not recognize. Even you don't know the mysteries that lie in you. When God gets inside of you, honey, when God gets inside of a man's faith, a woman's faith, even you think you're crazy. You think you're crazy. You think you're crazy. There's a side of you and no devil in hell or earth can take away your heaven. God has been allowing you to go through stuff. And he has been waiting on you to snap. Woo! He's been waiting on you to snap. That was a thug who laughed. <laughs> no, this is good. I, I know second service is going to enjoy this. they more in the flesh than you are. The only reason why you hear <laughs> the only reason why you hear at 7 in the morning is because you walk out of spirit, Jesus. Ain't no way. Ain't no way in your natural body you be in first service. So I'm not talking to you. Since you're boozy, I don't stop. I articulate and negotiate. Duh, you at first service. Look at you. All decent. And <laughs> I'm, talking, I'm talking to the hood cast coming in second service. They're going to be like, yeah, man, too. Snap. Listen. But since you're educated, the Holy Ghost knows who I got to talk to. So he made it an acronym for you, okay? Someone say snap. Supernatural new anointed personality. God is waiting for you to snap. He's waiting on a supernatural new personality, an anointed version of you to show up. You keep giving God your words. God's like, you got to give me your best before I show up. Give me your best praise, your best worship. I'm waiting on you. to. I've been telling you for months to run around the church. And you've been letting that dude run around the church real fast. And you know good and well, you should be beating his time. Bishop, time that dude over there who runs around the church, and you know you could beat that time if you would snap, if you supernaturally put on the new anointed version of you. Supernatural new anointed personality. Say it prophetic. I'm about to snap. Say it again. I'm about to snap. I'm about to snap. I'm about to fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold to eternal life to which you are called. I'm about to confess a good confession in the presence of many witnesses, I'm about to snap. Right now, say something bold in front of someone in your row. Say something about your life. I'm going to be all right. I'm going to be good. Open your mouth right now. Say something. I'm a homeowner in the name of Jesus. Come on. Say it. Come on. I have no student loans. Hallelujah. I'm snapping. I'm snapping.
of your life, it may just be a fight for your faith. Don't cave in because God is fighting for you. Pastor Chandler Bailey encourages you to stay in the fight until your victory is declared. Order this single message today. You may also get the MP3 download. Just call 1-877-798-LIFE or go online to rdci.info. Ask for I'm in a faith fight. As we continue to socially distance, be sure to stay connected with us online. Stream our services on Facebook and YouTube, as well as rdci.info via the Watch Live tab. Sunday morning services are at 7.30 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and our website. Wednesday Bible study airs at 12 noon and 7 p.m. Friday, Women's Bible Study airs at 12 noon via Facebook Live. Consider connecting with us as a partner or an iChurch member. More information about our partnership and iChurch member services can be found on our website at rdci.info. For consistent updates and encouragement, connect with us on social media through Facebook at Right Direction Church International and on Twitter and Instagram at the RDCI. Right Direction Ministries, transforming lives and impacting generations. 